0: Hey, nerd. Welcome to the Tennis Podcast. My name is Nick Amell and I am the host of the Tennis Podcast.
1: I'm Brandon and I'm the other host.
0: No. Sidekick host. You're the sidekick host. Remember when you used to fight? Yeah, I don't care anymore. Sidekick host thing? Yeah, you don't care. Mm -hmm. Follow Brandon at Sidekick Host on Twitter. Uh, Anyway, this is the show where one of us brings a top 10 ish list, the other tries to guess it in real time. Mm hmm. Today, we're going to do just that and Brandon, recently on my Twitter at Nick underscore E-M-E-L, I asked my millions of followers what type of top 10-ish list would they like me to do for my next list? Mm -hmm. I gave them three options. I said list in the film genre, in the alien genre or the geography genre. Two of those, I would
1: be very excited about. One of those sounds like... (laughs) Going back to school? (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like (laughs) seventh grade all over again.
0: The people come here to learn, Brandon. I love our geography list, but don't worry, that didn't win, although we are going to do it eventually. So, it was a close race between film and alien. However, film won 40% of the vote compared to- You should have done films about
1: aliens. There is a little bit of that here
0: today. Okay. So, we're going to do a film-based top 10-ish list. And with 2019 just coming to an end, I feel like it's a great time to revisit the year in film. So, today, I have the list of the top 10 highest grossing films of 2019 in the world, worldwide. Okay. How excited are you on a scale of
1: one to a trillion? Probably like a 98. If your scale was at 100, that would be great But you made it a really... Only a 98 out of a trillion, really? It's just like the bottom, I guess. Uh, No, I'm excited. I'm... (sighs) worldwide, this is highest grossing so anything that came out on like Netflix isn't gonna count, right?
0: Right. These are theatrical releases and for our dummy listeners out there talking to you, Jack Black, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) For those that might... He's like,
1: I thought I had everything. (laughs) He's listening (laughs) to this podcast lately, you're right, it's all a sham. My rock
0: band, my movie career, We're gonna be talking about Jack today a little bit. The way this works is it's theatrical films only. This is a measure of how many dollars in total were spent by people that go to pay to see that movie inside of a movie theater. So, this doesn't count home video release or anything like that. The source is Box Office Mojo. They are the number one authority on all things box office in the world and this is worldwide dollars we're looking at. Okay. And to give the folks at home some context, the number one film on here uh-huh. has grossed well over $2 billion.
1: Yeah, I is, think I know what it is. So maybe yeah, I should, I'll bet should you just you leave that alone.
0: So that's a huge number. The number 10 in the top 10, mm-hmm. 759 million. So it's a difference between 2 plus billion versus 750 million. And one more note of context number 25, uh-huh. which I have, you're going to guess the top 10, but I have the top 25 in front of me. Number 25, Dumbo has 353 million at the box office. So, to get in the top 25 films... You have to be
1: over like, yeah, you have to be over 500 million or something.
0: To get in the top 25, you need to be 353 million or higher. To be in the top 10, you need to be 759 million or higher. I keep
1: reminding myself this is worldwide.
0: Yeah, worldwide numbers. So, yeah, there's some surprises on here. Number one, I would guess that in your mind and in the minds of most listeners, number one is down to like two films. Right. I think that you could guess. So, I'll say this too, this is based on films that were released in 2019. So, if a film was released on December 31st, for example, we're counting their dollars up to today. Okay. And we're, Brandon and I are recording today on January 19th, 2020. Okay, you got me? I'm... Um... Yeah, I've you've put down plenty of rules I'm ready to play. Oh my god, you're just talking endlessly. Are you almost done? Oh god. Okay, well, we have so much to cover today. So many hashtag Nick's notes that I've spent a lot of time on, Brandon. I spent yeah. more time today with hashtag Nick's notes than I spent with my children.
1: More time than you spent introducing your list? Wow. Now that one, that one hurt. <laughs> <sighs> Let's start guessing. Okay. I'm going to guess that, I'm going to guess it was not on the list. It was the Adam, the CGI Adams family movie on, <laughs> on the list? Forgot
0: all about it. No, it's not in the top 25, in okay. fact. I did see that. I did too. Where is it that? It wasn't I'm on the top then. of my
1: personal list, but it was on the top of my household's list. It's number 37. Okay. How about Toy Story 4? Is that in the top 10? Where would you guess it is? If it's in the top 10, I'm going to guess it's like number... Four or five.
0: Well, Toy Story 4 is not number five, but it is number six. Wasn't that a cute little... Nope. Sequence, (laughs) okay. Toy Story 4 is number six. It grossed $1.1 billion worldwide. Stars our friends and listeners of the show, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. Does Tim Allen... Toy Story is like all he's clinging to anymore, right? No, he he
1: has some show called Last Man Standing. He plays yeah, but does like,
0: anyone under age 52 watch that show?
1: Well, no, but I, I don't think it matters, I think. Okay. Right. I think there's enough older Tim Allen fans and I think he has some kind of...
0: Okay, get off his nuts for a minute, Jesus. We're not a Tim well, Allen <laughs> podcast, Brandon. Hold on a second. If you, you
1: ask me why people would be watching it, so I started to explain, and then you get
0: on me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think... Toy Story 4. T- Do you want me to tell you about Toy Story 4? You saw it, right? No. Whoa. I I thought your kids would be all over it.
1: They were, they saw it when I was out of town or I couldn't see it. Oh, okay. All right, I'll accept that.
0: All right, Toy Story 4 was released on June 21st. The studio that brought us Toy Story is Sony Pictures. Okay. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, it it was Walt Disney. I was testing you there, see if you're paying attention. Wait, why do I have to fact check your notes? The plot summary for this movie, this is from Wikipedia. The film directly follows Toy Story 3 as Sheriff Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and their other toy friends right. have found new appreciation living with Bonnie, the little kid they live with. They are joined by Forky, a spork that Yeah, because that Bonnie... they started
1: so long ago, Andy is 45 years old.
0: <laughs> He's not that old.
1: <laughs> the series started so long ago that Andy-
0: It started in 95- They're joined by Forky, a spork that Bonnie has made into a toy and embark on a road trip adventure. Do you know how this film ends? Well, I caught
1: bits and and pieces of it and I know that Forky seemed to have like an existential crisis. Like he wanted to to return to the trash and become trash and he thought he was only meant to be thrown away. So, I'm going to hope at the end Forky returned to the trash and I saw something about Little Bo Peep. She is in a store or something. She's freewheeling. She's a free agent toy. And I'm going to guess that Woody became a free agent toy.
0: Well, for all the seven-year-olds listening today, you just spoiled the shit out of Toy Story 4. Uh, Is that right?
1: Does he? It's pretty much spot on there. So, does Buzz Lightyear still live with the child?
0: Yes, they part ways. Well,
1: So, now there's got to be a Toy Story 5, right?
0: Well, so, I have a note on that. Tom Hanks stated that the film would be the final film in the series. He said to Ellen DeGeneres that Tim Allen had, quote, warned him about the emotional final goodbye between their characters Woody and Buzz Lightyear. However, producer Mark Nielsen did not rule out a possibility of a fifth film, stating, quote, Every film we make, we treat it like it's the first and the last film we're ever going to make, so you force yourself to make it hold up. You don't get in over your skis. (laughs) Whether there's another one, I don't know. If there is, it's tomorrow's problem. I like that end part there. I might start adopting that. It's tomorrow's problem. It's a good little...
1: I think that's a fairly reckless way to go through life like for a personal... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you're... Sure, when you have the backing of a major movie studio behind you, you can say, hey, man, throw caution to the wind. But... He said they got to make them all like they all... they, They hold up. I guarantee they're gonna make another Toy Story and just keep squeezing
0: it till it's dead. Do you think they'd ever make a Toy Story without Woody or Buzz? Because that Tom Hanks quote made it sound like he is happy with the way this ended and he does not want to make it. Anymore. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. Well we'll see. I have a few more notes here. With Toy Story Four, Pixar became the first animation studio to have four animated films, along with Toy Story Three, Finding Dory, and Incredibles 2, to each surpass one billion dollars at the worldwide box office. Toy Story 4 is the sixth highest grossing animated film of all time. Uh, It received positive reviews for its story, humor, emotion, score, animation, and performances. And in fact, at the upcoming Academy Awards, nominated for two awards including Best Animated Feature. And my last note on Toy Story 4, it is the most critically praised film in the top 10 with a 97% score on critic review site Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's a little bit sad. I'm going to say something bold here. Okay. In the top 10, I've seen like half of the top 10. Mm-hmm. It's my second, ooh, hmm. He, I'll say it. It's the second best film in the top 10, in my opinion. Behind Adam's Family? In front of Adam's Family? Well, if you got the fucking corn out of your ears, you'd hear that Adam's Family wasn't in the top 10. I don't know. See, it's such a mistake. I can't overlook it. Adam's Family, I saw it in theaters. <sighs> don't have kids, people, if you don't want to see these movies. I saw it in theaters and the animation style. The one uncle, what's the bald uncle? Uncle Fester maybe? Yeah, Uncle Fester. His fucking nose in that film just grossed me out. It wobbled around and it was disgusting. It made me want to
1: throw up the whole movie. It it looked like a big, bumpy, uncircumcised potato flopping at you.
0: (laughs) Potatoes aren't known for flopping but...
1: It was like a red potato but it was wiener wobble how much would it take for you to suckle on that nose no i just like i backed up, i just like backed up and kind of like from the microphone so i don't want to do that <laughs> all right number 6
0: was toy story 4 give me another guess how about jumanji the next level jumanji the next level is number 11 <sighs> 712 million now jumanji's one of those ones that had a late release december Since we're recording this January 19th, it's possible it could climb into the number 10 spot. Rendering this whole episode useless. No, no, no. Have you seen either of the the, the latest two Jumanji films? No, I haven't seen a Jumanji. They're surprisingly very good. I went into the last one with very low expectations and I loved it. I loved it enough to see the next one, the next level and I loved it too. Well, they... And th- this last one has Danny DeVito in it. And he's... That's right.
1: They had my, had my attention with Danny DeVito. So, if you've been sleeping on the Dimanche movies, you need to go see them. So, it's number 11. Did fucking Rambo uh, break the top 10? I'm going to no, guess it's no. it's not in the top 25. How about The Lion
0: King? The Lion King by Warner Brothers Studios. Okay. <laughs> You don't like this running joke? I
1: guess I mean as far as jokes go, it's as bad as like Wow, okay. <laughs> no, I Go ahead. You're just naming a different studio.
0: But but I know it bothers you to your core.
1: So that's Well, why it it's doesn't, great. but I just Is it supposed to be absurd that another movie studio would make a cartoon?
0: You know, now I'm explaining this very funny joke to you. Oh, okay. You're ruining it. The Lion King, what number do you think it is?
1: Fucking four.
0: Two. Oh, Lion Kings number two with 1.7 billion dollars at the box office worldwide. Good Lord. What's wrong with that?:
1: I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't care about. I saw this one. You didn't No, I didn't see it. I would... There's already a cartoon one. There's already a cartoon one, and it's got good songs, and I will seen it a bunch of times. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> I know what happens. Same thing with the Aladdin movie. Ooh, is it on here?
0: You're being a sourpuss. Scrooge. Grinch, Grinch right now.
1: Why am I being a sourpuss if I say that they're not for me
0: and I don't care for them? Lion King's number two, $1.7 It starred Donald Glover, Seth Rogen, Chawiddle Ejiofor. Uh, yeah, easy for you to say. Beyonce Knowles, James Earl Jones. It was uh, distributed, produced by Walt Disney. And it is a reimagining well, of the... his
1: studio, Walt Disney...
0: The studio is called Walt Disney Studios. His head Studios. has
1: been frozen. Walt Disney himself didn't have anything to do with this one because he's been frozen. I bet more than his head was frozen.
0: Nobody says his head is frozen. Okay. The, the, you, do I the have... rumor is that his whole body is frozen, which is not true, by the way. No, I, it was his head. No, the urban legend is his whole body was frozen right. so that when they discover the cure for whatever the fuck he had, they could unfreeze him and cure him. Almost positive it's just his head. Mom, you're positively wrong. Ah, oh, fuck! It's this is see. Yeah, it's his head. This is why you're the sidekick host. Okay, everyone, take a minute. Brandon's gonna don't start sucking your own dick because no, 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 you no, were no, right no. one everyone time. Everyone, lean back. We're gonna take a break from the the meat of this show real quick. Brandon's go. Brandon was just about to apologize to me. Go ahead. Yeah, that little hits a little fifteen second skip button because it's not
1: gonna happen. Let's keep going. Okay. Well, the Lion King. It was so good that they had to make it two times. Okay. As opposed to nine Star
0: Wars films, half of them... I didn't say that the... that's a, Okay. I didn't say well, that's if you're going to start idea. shitting on Lion
1: King... But yeah, but Star Wars isn't the exact same fucking movie every time.
0: <laughs> I disagree with that. The Force Awakens was the exact same no, fucking... No, it was... We... Well, okay, the... it took the greatest hits of all the okay, last it's movies. it's
1: literally the same characters.
0: It's a remake. Yeah. You, you
1: don't... The, I don't... Yeah. So, you're... I'm getting shit because I don't want to see something I already saw.
0: Okay. So, did you see the It remake? I saw the first one. I didn't see Chapter 2. Okay, well you saw the first one. That was a remake of the same stories being told. I guess I should kill myself. I guess I'm just wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying like I'm a hypocrite. You're I'm a dirty your hypocrite. Your logic is not holding up. My logic God, holds up
1: fucking perfectly. God, I can't fuck
0: can I time if there was a time traveling mechanism right now. And someone said, Nikki could travel to one time, one direction, never come back. I would say, time travel me an hour into the future so I can be done with this fucking episode because Brandon is pissing me off. (laughs) You're getting so worked up over
1: being... (laughs) I don't know. You get worked up and then when I don't get worked up for you, you get more worked up. I want you to be angry. You're using me as an anger masturbation tool.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. You're whoa. angering that. You're angering yourself off. You're cranking yourself off. You're using me to crank yourself off. Well, don't knock it till you try it. And speaking of cranking one off, that's what they did in the Lion King remake where the plot follows Simba, a young lion who must embrace his role as the rightful <laughs> king a fucking, of his never, native land. It's a fucking wild story. <laughs> I've never heard anything like it. Following the murder of his father Mufasa at the hands of his uncle Fester. Oh. See, this is the joke of the episode, me just saying the wrong thing in place of the right thing. It's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear some fun facts about the Lion King? About the Lion King? Uh, Hashtag Nick's Notes, yeah. Which Lion King? Well, we're talking about twenty nineteen okay. films, so you tell me. Do you want to take a guess at which of the two Lion Kings, the one that was made in nineteen ninety four or the one that was made in the year that we're talking about? Which one do you think we're talking about? They're
1: probably interchangeable. Let me know. <laughs> hit me. Okay, hit me so with do you the think fact. the
0: nineteen ninety four film was also directed and produced by John Favreau? Uh uh. Okay. See, that's the biggest shocker to me, you can't get enough of John Favreau. You are just you live. You take up Yeah you clearly bought real estate on his ball sack. <laughs> Clearly, I slather his
1: balls if I didn't see one of the movies he made
0: last year. Brandon loves that guy. I have a note about the year for Disney. It's not specific to Lion King. Mm -hmm. Disney Studios became the first studio in history to surpass $10 billion in worldwide box office grosses in a single year. Disney is also the first to have most of its films reach $1 billion for the year at the worldwide box office with a total of seven. So, Disney had a, a banner year, and I'm really glad for them. Because they were hurting. That, so they, they, yeah. It's like with all the stuff, all the money they make,
1: it's like sometimes you forget that like now they like, oh, they also own all of the Simpsons.
0: And a lot of other shit. Just through. sort
1: of buried under everything else.
0: Yeah. As rich as they are, if they never made another dime on anything except Disney Plus going forward, they're still doing A-OK.
1: How about uh, Elton John? Was he in this one? This Lion King? no, no. no singing? I said no
0: twice. Should I say it a third time? Were there any songs? Yeah, there were songs. But uh, you know, maybe, you know, I think they did have a cover of his song. I want to tell you a few more things about Lion King. It had an estimated budget of around $260 million, which is one of the highest, uh, most expensive films ever made. However, there's a film in the top 10 with a higher budget. It received mixed reviews from critics. So, this is uh, in the Brandon camp here. It had praise for its visual effects, music and vocal performances, but criticism for its lack of originality yeah. and facial emotion on the characters because <laughs> the, cri- the critics needed to know how the fucking warthog felt by his face. Well, that, that's something that you do get with the cartoon version. Yeah. No, I, I actually do agree with that criticism is it was a little... Well, the story is completely, you know... Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but the... But the animation, they tried to make all the animals look as real as possible.
1: Which isn't, like, why, I don't understand why people get, ex, like, get excited about that part of it. Like, why do they want it to look real? I, we already know what real lions look like and they can't make a face that says.
0: Because it's the closest thing to being able to do like Aladdin, where Aladdin was a cartoon and then you do it with a real. Why? Because it made fucking two billion
1: dollars, that's why. <laughs> I know, I understand why they make it. I'm asking why do people enjoy that? I don't have all the answers for you. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to like defend it, but I'm, I just genuinely don't understand like the excitement.
0: Lion King number two. Give me another guess.
1: How about Joker?
0: Joker. You're doing well so far. What number is Joker?
1: I don't know. Three?
0: Seven? Whoa, I was... My mouth was opening to say the word seven. And then you said it. Yeah. Yeah, it was seven. Some, uh, it's seven. Uh, the same number as George Costanza's Future Child, seven. Joker is seven. It grossed $1.1 at the box office. In fact, it's the highest grossing R-rated film of all time and the first R-rated film to pass the $1 billion mark. Joker is extremely relevant for your boy because I just watched it for the first time two days ago. I just watched it for the first time last night. Let's talk about our opinions in a minute. Let me go through some facts real quick. It starred Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro, distributed by Warner Brothers. The plot from Wikipedia, the film, based on DC Comics characters, stars Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Joker provides a possible origin story for the character, set 1981. It follows Arthur Fleck, a failed stand-up comedian whose descent into insanity inspires a violent countercultural revolution against the wealthy in a decaying Gotham City. It's the most profitable film ever made based on a comic book because while it wasn't the highest grossing comic movie ever, it had a $1 billion gross against the $70 million budget which is a very low, it's the lowest budget in the top 10 by far.
1: Yeah, it didn't really have any action pieces or anything.
0: So, I have quite a few notes on Joker but I'm going to stop and just you, Brandon, tell me what you thought of the movie.
1: It was good. There was a lot of hype about it and about these... um, Like, young, angry, right-wing guys? You mean right-wing people were against the film? No, like, I think people were concerned that young, like, incel guys would be inspired by her or they would make them rally behind it and commit acts of violence and then nothing happened.
0: Oh, I have a note here. Hang on. Joker generated concerns of inspiring real-world violence. The movie theater where the 2012 Aurora, Colorado mass shooting occurred during a screening of The Dark Knight Rises refused to show it, and there were other theaters that followed suit. There were rumors of shootings being planned by people that never came to pass. So
1: in the movie, uh-huh. Can I just do spoilers? Can we do spoilers?
0: If you do, a siren noise, an alarm noise and then say, spoilers,
1: spoilers and then... I'm not going to do that but can we, okay. do we want to talk about them? Because I have a quite real question. Okay. At the end of the movie, is it implied that he's going to kill himself on air on Murray Franklin's TV show and then during the course of when he's on air, I guess, does he change his mind and, and decide to shoot Murray instead? Because he,
0: That's how I interpreted it. Okay. Are you saying the alternative is that he planned to kill Murray all along and for Yeah, maybe
1: some I, I unexplained guess it, reason? I guess was... it doesn't make a huge difference. I don't know. It was good. It was interesting. I'm it's one of those movies where I can't tell if there was something deeper that I am missing or if if it is as surface level as it seems. And even at a surface level I enjoyed watching it, but Yeah. And then I will also say that as like an origin story, like if they made other movies where he was the Joker again, which I don't think they're going to do, but if they did, I would be in favor of that.
0: Oh, you're in favor of other films that do Joker origin story?
1: Well, I would be in favor of that too. Well, there's another Batman movie coming out, I think next year, and it's supposed to have a series of villains in it. So like if he showed up in that, that would be, I think that would be cool, but. I don't think that's part of their plan.
0: So, Todd Phillips, the director, he conceived Joker in 2016 and wrote the script throughout 2017. He and his partner, uh, who I missed that person's name, were inspired by 1970s character studies and the films of Martin Scorsese, particularly Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy, who was initially attached to the project as a producer. The graphic novel Batman the Killing Joke was the basis for the premise Mm. that Phillips And his partner otherwise did not look to specific comics for inspiration.
1: I was going to say the only comic I could think of, the only story I could think of that it sounds sort of close to is like The Killing Joke.
0: I saw the film the other day too. And I had heard the hype for months and months and I still was really impressed by it. I've seen a lot of dark films and I just, this one was dark. I guess I kept hearing people talk about how dark it was and I kept thinking, Yeah, but it's dark by superhero movie standards or something like that, you know?
1: If you liked that movie, you should watch Taxi Driver on Netflix. That's the Martin Scorsese movie that they're one of the ones they're talking about. Yeah, it's really close to Taxi Driver actually.
0: Yeah, I'll do that someday. (laughs) But do you get my point?
1: Yeah, I think people don't give comics in the comic world enough credit for Being like a little bit more varied than, you know, superheroes punching and stuff. Yeah. A lot of people going to the movies are just idiots. Whoa, hot take. Well, they just want to see people punch, you know, a big, big punch and stuff all the time. They don't necessarily always want to see character study, although they should. And if it takes wrapping an interesting character study in a Joker jacket to get people to go watch it, then I think that's a good thing.
0: Uh, well, it sounds like most people liked it. It uh, is nominated for a ton of awards, including Best Original Score at the, uh, well, let's see. There's a bunch of nominations. And at the 92nd Academy Awards coming up in February, it's nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Director. So, we'll and, see.
1: And Boney is back. <laughs> it was really disturbing to watch him like stretch his leather shoes out from behind, that shot of yes, him like- Yes, I know,
0: I know what you mean. He looked like a fucking Stegosaurus. Yeah. My last note is that a sequel is being discussed, but nothing is concrete right now. Would you be in
1: favor of a sequel? That would be fine. Hey, is Terminator Dark Fate in the top 10? No, it's not. Hmm.
0: No. How about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Terminator Dark Fate is number 28, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is number 23. Oh. What about...
1: Avengers Endgame. Did that come out in 2019?
0: Yes. What's your guess for that?
1: Uh, number one. Is it number one?
0: It's number one.
1: The other one that I thought might be number one, I'm going to guess has to be number three and we'll get to that.
0: So number one is Avengers Endgame. It grossed $2.8 Listen to that. $2.8 Number two, which was The Lion King, grossed $1.7 So, over a billion more for Avengers Endgame. It was released on April 26th. It stars Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson.
1: You can name people until the fucking
0: day is done. Yeah. I'll stop there. The studio that released it is Nickelodeon Movies. The plot summary for Avengers... Should I pause for the people to laugh or keep going? You can just keep on moving. Plot summary from Wikipedia. In the film, the surviving members of the Avengers and their allies attempt to reverse the damage caused by Thanos in Infinity War. Thanos. I got a plethora of facts here. Do you want to say anything about Avengers Endgame? I have not seen it and I probably won't. I'm sure it's a fine, good movie. I just don't care. Yeah. It was good.
1: It was fine. Like, I've seen it enough now that I'm... Your uh, son likes
0: it, right? Is that why you've seen it so much?
1: No. No. I don't, he's only seen parts of it. It's way too long for him. And the time travel stuff means like nothing to him. I think that confuses the hell out of him. Okay. We tried, I tried explaining Back to the Future with him. The 80s are so far in the past now that like the whole movie doesn't make sense. Like he's already back in time. Why does he need to go back in time?
0: (laughs) Did you know that the year 2050 is as close to us now as the year 1990? Yeah, I don't like that. That's fucked up, right? Yeah, I don't like that at all. So let me tell you about Avengers Endgame. It's the third highest budget in the history of film, $356 million, which is the... $356 million for its budget is higher than the box office gross of some of the films in the top 25. Uh, It became the fifth film ever to gross higher than $2 billion. It surpassed Infinity War, the previous Avengers film. It surpassed Infinity War's entire theatrical run in just 11 days and it became the highest grossing film of all time, unadjusted for inflation. And adjusted for inflation, it is still the fifth highest grossing film of all time. It was widely anticipated and Disney backed the film with Marvel's largest ma- marketing campaign to date. The film received praise for its direction. <laughs> what?
1: No shit. It was on like fucking Taco Bell cups. It was... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like
0: party favors, underwear. Like this film grossed almost three billion at the box office, and it's still fucking making money almost a year later on toys, home video release, clothes, condoms, condoms, right? Sex robots? <laughs> They're Hulk condoms, and they on the <laughs>
1: the, the picture that it's the Hulk bursting out of the package, <laughs> which would be bad. You don't want them to, to burst. You <laughs>
0: don't. Oh, so the Hulk represents? Yeah, the Hulk is
1: a bad <laughs> mascot for condoms.
0: <laughs> what you want is Iron Man, right? Because you can keep going. The, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you okay. want those, that nanoparticle suit. Uh, the film received a
0: flim- <laughs> flimsy, torn purple <laughs> pants. Yeah. The film received praise for its direction, acting, score, action sequences, visual effects, and emotional weight. With critics lauding its culmination of the twenty-two film story. So, Brandon. Tell me, yeah. I'm very behind on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is this the final film of like the Avengers storyline? Of like the original
1: original Avengers storyline, yes. But they'll put together like, they're sort of setting up um, Spider-Man to be the Tony Stark or the leader of the new incarnation of the Avengers.
0: Is Tony Stark as, as in Robert Downey Jr.? Mm-hmm. He probably won't be in any more films, right? Deceased, Burnt to a Crisp. Oh, spoiler! that has been out for
1: almost a year now. Yeah, well... Jeremy Renner is in... There's going to be a Hawkeye TV show. Disney Plus? Yeah. There's going to be a Disney Plus show about the Scarlet Witch. And then there's another one about the two guys who could take over for captain america and may share his shield now
0: this is all very interesting
1: dr strange is still alive and he's got a movie
0: are people not sick of this shit by now <laughs> i just don't
1: no i mean yeah i sometimes i, I go through phases some of the movies look cooler and more interesting like um you know the thor movies went off in a more creative direction and those are more fun As long as they keep making something that's weird and different, that something I haven't seen before, I'll be interested in it. But I think the days of making the standard formula hero movie are probably done for like or at least it's going to get a rest from Marvel for a little while.
0: I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. So, my last note on Avengers Endgame is it received a lot of awards and nominations It's being nominated for Best Visual Effects at the Academy Awards, among other things. So, that's Avengers. It's number one. Not just 2019, but of all time. Is Detective
1: Pikachu in the top 10?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's nuts. Not a bad guess. I did see
1: that one. I saw it too. I was ready to... I have a really good question about it. It's number 18. Can I ask you my question about it anyway? No. How the fuck did he not recognize his father's own voice?
0: How long had it been since he'd seen his father? Do you remember? It
1: didn't sound like very long, like maybe a year or so.
0: So imagine you haven't heard your father's voice, Brandon, in uh uh-huh. let's say two years. And you haven't heard his voice in two years, and then you find a little dog that comes up to you and starts talking to you. Uh-huh. It's your father's voice. Would you like how soon would you recognize that? I just given the scenario and given the situation, the shock of it all. And the dog doesn't say he's your father, doesn't, you know, you might not notice. He probably
1: wouldn't be around long enough for me to realize it was Why? my father. Because I would sell that talking dog immediately. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as I would put it on eBay. Uh, the dog? With video. No. Talking dog.
0: Nobody would believe you, you know. They all think you did it on with CGI.
1: In the era of deep fakes, if you got a hold of a real life fucking talking dog, but the dog's not funny. The dog's not like Alf. He's not cracking jokes, right? He doesn't have okay. any sort of like winning personality. He's a normal dog who just also happens to be able to talk. And he says the same things that a dog would say. So, he'll say like, my balls itch, I'm going to lick him," Or I'm one of a treat now. Or is it time to go outside? But he doesn't say anything particularly exciting. How do you make money off of that dog? You can't put him on YouTube because people are going to think it's bullshit. You got to do it. The only, the only reason for that dog to exist
0: <laughs> is for you to make money. How are you going to do it? You could put them on TV and find some animal experts that will go on TV and state for the record that, that you know, this is not a hoax or anything. I don't know. Yeah. That's my best guess. But I think if you got well-respected animal experts on TV and they got in front of the camera and just said point blank, you're going to think this is fake, but I can assure you it's not. And you got like five of those people lined up to say the same thing. I think that's your best...
1: 30 years ago, you could just call up John, uh, Johnny Carson.
0: 30 years he- ago?
1: Well, whatever, 40 years ago. You call up, you know, get on Johnny Carson and then you'd be set. Yeah. You'd be in TV, movies, commercials, even that talking dog would be rolling in it. Now, you would have to hawk this talking dog so hard to, and try to convince people. It's not even worth it.
0: <laughs> okay, it's worth it. It's I mean, all the
1: scientists out there working on talking dogs can just fucking cut it out. It's not even worth it anymore.
0: If you had the choice right now, it was in your hands. Yeah. Scientists came up to you, they're wearing a white lab coat and they say, Brandon, we have the technology and we flip this switch and when we flip this switch, every dog in the world will be able to talk out loud.
1: No, absolutely You'd not. You'd say no?
0: No.
1: Yeah, or yeah, I would say no. But absolutely what if I was no.
0: right there on my hands and knees begging you to say yes? So, why would
1: that make any difference?
0: What if I brought a bunch of children with me?
1: No. They all begged
0: you. They said, I want to hear what my dog has to say.
1: Part of the joy of being around a dog is not having to listen to anybody talk and also not having to listen to anybody talk. (laughs)
0: Okay. Well, we hope you're enjoying listening to us talk on this show. And speaking of listening to people talk. Would you agree, Brandon, that there's never been a better time to be a to podcast... To invest in gold? To be a podcast listener. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. And you would also agree that there's a lot of podcasts you fall in love with when you listen the first time others take time to warm up to. But most podcast apps treat all of them the same. They clog your phone with downloads of stuff you're only marginally interested in. I think we've all been there where you subscribe to a show and some shows you listen to every episode, other shows you just routinely delete the new episode as it comes in or listen here and there. But there's an app now that helps you with this. It's called Castro. It's a really popular podcast app. And with Castro, you can finally choose which podcast you want, ready to listen at the top of your list, as well as letting you pick and choose from new episodes from your other subscriptions without cluttering things up. There's a lot of really cool features on Castro that puts your listening on autopilot. The app is free to use. Just search for Castro on the Apple App Store or visit Castro.fm for more info.
1: Makes me think of Fidel Castro is this his thing?
0: Yeah. hmm Is he still alive? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Holy shit, he's like 190. Yes, to all of it. Well, he's pretty up-to-date with technology yes. too. So, yes. listen here, we got like six left, so we need to kick it into gear. Go ahead. Did Hobbs and Shaw crack the top 10?
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure if you would guessed that one, but it barely cracked at number 10. <laughs> How many times did you see Hobbs or Shaw? Was I didn't it? see Hobbs and Shaw. You weren't first in line at the theater? I
1: bet if I was in the right mood, Hobbs and Shaw would, would hit the spot. I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. I know that they're from those. Yeah. So, what I... Remember, I just remember the commercial was so f- fucking ridiculous. I thought it's got to be somewhat entertaining because it looks so stupid.
0: Well, what I've heard and I've not seen any Fast and Furious film, but I've heard that the most recent films including Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. are self-aware and ironic. Wow. Oh. That is kind of nice. So, it might not be so bad. Maybe I need to see this. It grows $759 million. It was released in August. It was released by Pixar. Actually Universal. The plot summary from Wikipedia. It follows the unlikely pairing of the titular characters as they team up with Shaw's sister, Kirby. <laughs> Do you think it... The little pink puff <laughs> guy? I would love if it was the pink puff guy. <laughs>
1: Ah, oh, he's adorable.
0: Yeah. Well, they team up with her to battle a cybernetically enhanced terrorist played by Idris Elba threatening the world with a deadly virus. It is the ninth film under the Fast and Furious umbrella, the first spinoff film. And my only note on it is that the film received generally positive reviews from critics with praise for the performances as well as its visual style and action choreography finesse. Although criticism was aimed at its plot and runtime of almost two and a half hours. Why does every movie these days have to be
1: two and a half hours long? I don't know. That, that's one of the things that makes it uh, difficult for me to see hardly anything that came out last year.
0: By the way, I said Kirby. I realize now that was the last name of the actress that played oh. Death, not the actual character. Leave right. it in. All right. So, how about.
1: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You already guessed that. It's number 23. I didn't cross it out on my list. That's why.
0: Let me go through 25 through 11 real quick. 25 is Dumbo. 24 is Shazam. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Alita, Battle Angel. The Captain. Secret Life of Pets 2. Detective Pikachu. My People, My Country. Never heard of it. It Chapter 2 at 16. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Wandering Earth, Niza, which might be a foreign film, and then number 11, Jumanji, The Next Level. Okay, then how about Spider-Man, Spider-Man? Can you be more specific? Which of the 46 Spider-Man movies are you referring to? Far From Home. Okay. But is this from the fourth or seventh reboot of the Spider-Man franchise?
1: This is the, let's see. There Spider-Man totally Far
0: From Home that. is number four. On this list of top 10. Uh, did you see this one?
1: Yes. I saw Spider-Man with my uh, child. And how was it? It was good. The Spider-Man movies are geared towards, are more geared geared towards a teen audience. Uh,
0: are they geared towards? It was funny. Which is the direction of the gears toward or backward? <laughs> These jokes, man. <laughs> it was a gear joke. All right, the $1.1 $1. $1 billion box office movie was released on July 2nd. It stars Tom Holland, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, I think Mr. Jackson is in the most films here in the top 10, if I'm not mistaken. It's released by Sony Pictures, and from Wikipedia it says that in Spider-Man Far From Home, Peter Parker is recruited by Nick Fury and Mysterio to face the Elementals while he was on a school trip to Europe. Now, is the Elementals just like the weather?
1: Yeah. There was a water one there was a sand one
0: these are villains though
1: there's a fire no i mean they were i mean i can spoil it for you yeah don't care enough
0: this is the highest grossing sony pictures film ever and the film's marketing campaign was the most expensive marketing campaign for any film of any time and during the marketing they attempted to avoid revealing spoilers for avengers endgame which was released not long before this Right. It was the first Spider-Man film to gross over a billion dollars. Sony Pictures, highest grossing film ever, the fourth highest grossing film of 2019 and the 23rd highest grossing film of all time and there's a sequel scheduled for 2021. Gotta have more Spider-Man. Gotta have more sequels. Every movie has a sequel. How about um, Aladdin? Did you see Aladdin? No. Number eight on the top ten. You did see it? No. I saw the first scene with Will Smith and that was enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this film grossed to 1.1 bill. It was released in May. It stars Will Smith and some other people I've never heard of. It's Walt Disney Studios.
1: Can I make a Will Smith confession real quick? hmm The last movie that I went to see, I went to see a movie yesterday, uh, an animated movie with my kid called Spies in Disguise. Big mistake. Well, he liked it and I was just there for the snacks.
0: But <laughs> <laughs>
1: the main reason, that was the, I mean, the only reason no, to I go... No, I know, the,
0: I know, it's, it's true. It's sometimes
1: just... I'm like, he's gonna enjoy the movie which is some <laughs> amount of reward in and of itself but mostly for <laughs> me, a chance to eat junk. Mm-hmm. Part of what put me off the movie was just the presence of Will Smith being... Like, he's just so Will Smith all the time. Like, we get it. You're smooth. You're cool. You're the best at everything. You're like, why can't you be anything other than just smooth, cool Will Smith? It's a little bit
0: old. He had a streak there for a while where he was doing some really good stuff like I Am Legend. The Muhammad Ali movie was really good. Seven Pounds and The Pursuit of Happiness. Those were all films where he kind of broke from format. Where he didn't say, like, I make this look good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'd say it's been like a 10 year stretch now where he hasn't done. Wiki wow wow. Wiki wiki wow wow. Yeah.
1: He had a movie come out last year called Gemini Man. Yeah, it looked like shit. It looked like shit. Um, Why had is that, it that one... you and I can see like three seconds of footage and say, that's shit. Don't make that movie? But these
0: guys who have millions of
1: dollars sure. are like, oh, it's probably going to be pretty good.
0: They don't care about it being good, man. They care about getting that that cheddar.
1: (laughs) Put Will Smith in it. He's smooth and cool.
0: Gemini Man's number 44, by the way. Mm. Uh, And and this movie, Aladdin, is the highest grossing film of Will Smith's career. It surpassed Independence Day. So, tell me about the plot to Aladdin, Brandon. The 2019 version.
1: I have no idea. I'm gonna guess that it's about the poor street rat Who gets tricked into getting a lamp and then he gets the wishes and he says, make me look like a prince so I can go fuck a princess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to lie to her and (laughs) see if I can have sex with her.
0: And he does
1: lie to her. And eventually she's like, well, I found out you fucking lied to me. And he's like, well, to make things more complicated, here's magic. Now she has to deal with the existence of magic and this fucking dickhead who's been lying to her. Uh, but for some reason, she was still into him, and they defeat uh, Jafar. <laughs> when I was a kid, I read Mad Magazine and Cracked Magazine and they used to come up with really cute names for characters when they would parody a movie. Jaffart. And the best one I ever fucking heard was when they parodied Aladdin and they called Jafar Jafart. <laughs> I knew whoever was in that fucking writer's room and tossed that T on the end of Jafart. <laughs> they,
0: they got some yeah, high I was, fives.
1: I was going to say, I hope they got carried out of there on the other writer's shoulders that day. It's so simple, but so effective. Doesn't it work? And it, young or old, it works. I remember being a kid and telling it to my little cousin who was like three and she loved Aladdin and she called him Jafart for like the rest of her life.
0: <laughs> oh wow! The last seventy-two episodes of having a deal with you was worth it. For you just part. redeemed it right there, and it wasn't even your joke. So really, cracked magazine redeemed it. Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, five minutes ago when I asked you for a one-sentence synopsis of this film, and you took us down here, you didn't say one sentence. You pretty much nailed it. It doubled the box office of the original 1992 animated film uh, produced by MTV Studios. That version was.
1: I took my glasses off started rubbing my nose I do the same thing when like something expensive breaks at my
0: house the film received mixed reviews the musical score costumes and performances of some of the actors were praised criticisms were aimed at the direction CGI effects and the deviations from the original film and And the fucking reason behind just making it at all the actor who played Jafar Jafart he got a lot
1: of criticism as well. I remember I looked him up and it was like a kid. Like a kid with like like a beautiful man. He, he does young not match man. what? Man. Instead of, you know they should have had? F. Abraham Murray. Who's that? Google him and tell me that guy doesn't look like he should be playing Jafar.
0: I know our listeners love it when we go to Google.
1: Oh, they can Google at home along no, with no. this. No, no.
0: F. Abraham Murray. I see him and he's perfect. He is Jafar.
1: Would he not make the best Jafar? Oh yeah, man. But he's a great actor too. He's, he's, 80 he's probably though. It doesn't matter. He he's such a good actor. He would probably turn it down. He's too good to play Jafar, but man, that guy is that guy could fucking nail it. He's well, my dream Jafar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's your bucket list is finding a way to get the, <laughs> this guy's Jafar.
1: Finding a way to get F. Murray Abraham. You know, he shows up on set and I'm like in awe of him. You know, like so, he's on set now watching. No, listen, this is what happens. I am so obsessed with getting (laughs) F. Marie Abraham to play Jafar and showing people that I knew he could nail it all along. That I write another live action Aladdin script and I pitched this so fucking hard to Disney to try to get it made. I beat their door down with it with a script that is so moving and compelling that they're like, we have no choice but to make it. And to let him on set, and then I am there, and standing in front of him, in awe, F. Murray Abraham, in full Jafar garb. And I said, say, it's nice to meet you. And he says, you know
0: that F stands for fart. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> this is the worst episode of jokes we've had so far. <laughs> All the momentum of the last few months of gaining listeners, we're losing them. Well, I don't even know what the
1: F stands for.
0: <laughs> oh, well, maybe it stands for fucking move on already because we're going to move on. All right. Uh, well, by, last thing, I hope you loved the new Aladdin remake because there's talk of a sequel and a prequel as well as a spinoff for Disney Plus.
1: Um, I'll file that under don't give a fuck.
0: How about? What are you missing? You just need nine and three and five.
1: Yeah. Star Wars is number three, right?
0: Star Wars is number nine. Oh, because it came out in December, right? Maybe. I'll, I'll tell you about it. So, Star Wars episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. It sucked. Yep. Me and Brandon didn't like it. You can listen to at least 12 reasons why we covered it in episode 69. So, just go to the, your podcast huh. feed for this show. You can find our thoughts there, but this movie came out on December 16th. It grossed just over a billion dollars. Carrie Fisher gets top billing for some reason, even though she's a few years in the ground by this point. She's already taken her dirt nap by the time that came out. Mark Hamill, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley. That's a good-ass Hollywood name. This film was produced by Walt Disney. Yeah, you thought I was going to go with a fake there.
1: Their studios, not the man. Okay. Again, and his, head, his head's been removed.
0: I would ask you for a synopsis of the film, but we don't have all night, so I'm not going to let you do that. Instead, I'm going to tell you what Wikipedia says, which says that the Rise of Skywalker follows Rey, Finn, Poe, as they lead the Resistance's final stand against Kylo Ren in the First Order.
1: The final, final final stand against the emperor
0: who are now aided by the return of the listen how it says this who are now aided by the return of the deceased galactic emperor palpatine the return of the deceased yeah emperor tells you all you need to know
1: he says if you kill me i'm gonna take over your body and she says well i'm gonna kill you and he's like don't do that i'm dying and then he doesn't take over her body
0: I'm not gonna allow us to talk too long about this movie since we've talked a lot about it recently. Mm-hmm. But I'll say that it came out December 16th, but we're doing our box office as of January 19th. It's a billion dollars in the ninth spot. Now it has a chance to get a little higher in the top ten, but I don't think it will get anywhere near number one or two or three because um, those are you know in the two billion range. So the Rise of Skywalker it is the lowest grossing film of this trilogy, Force Awakens grossed over $2.1 billion. Last Jedi grossed $1.3 billion, and this one is $1.1 so far. Pre-production was completed on November 24th, just like two or three weeks before the movie was released. Is that normal? Do you know?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: You don't fucking know.
1: Yeah, I think they do work on it up until like... Almost up until the point where it has to ship.
0: Hey, Siri, remind me to never ask Brandon a question again because he doesn't fucking know what he's talking about. Okay, well, I'm... You asked... <laughs> You literally asked me. You asked me
1: and then based on the knowledge that I do have from reading leaks and shit. Yeah, allegedly. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck (laughs) is the matter with you? You literally asked me and then said you
0: shouldn't ask me. Brandon, calm down. This film, it's getting a bunch of nominations and shit. Let's move on. That's Star Wars. Yeah, who gives a shit? Fucking Star Wars. Who gives a shit? You need five and three. Did Captain Marvel come out in 2019? It did. It's number five. Wonderful. Came out on February 27th. Grossed 1.1 billion. It also has our friend and listener of the show and Tennis patron, Samuel L. Jackson. You can sign up at patreon.com slash pod. It also stars Brie Larson. It was produced by Walt Disney, The Man, not the studio. It's set in 1995. This <laughs> The story follows Danvers. Who's that? as she becomes Carol Danvers. Okay, well, just had her last name here. Follows her, she becomes Captain Marvel. After Earth is caught in the center of a galactic conflict between two alien civilizations. Now, tell me if that sounds not lame.
1: It sounds like Battlefield Earth.
0: The film received praise for the performances of the cast. A sequel is in development. This film won the very prestigious, sought-after, highly-lauded Best Fight Award from the MTV Movie and TV Oh for the fight between Brie Larson and Gemma Chan.
1: I didn't know MTV was still making awards. I'm here to educate you. Tell me about Captain Marvel. I
0: just fucking did. Did you not just hear the last five minutes? Is that it? That's okay, cool. I did not see it. So, I got one left and it's number three. Hang on. Did you like Captain Marvel? I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Is it because it was a strong female lead? You don't like those?
1: No, actually I did, I rented it and started watching it and I just wasn't, I was bored with it.
0: All right, you want to give me another guess? Just number three. How about, was it John Wick? No, John Wick is number 26. Rocket Man. No, that's number 38. Hustlers. <laughs> really? Number 45. Fucking perv. This is a big one, like a really big movie. Ad Astra? No. That's number 55. Really big movie.
1: Uh, it's not Terminator. Okay. Not Gemini, man. It's Cats. It's not Cats. How do you know it's not
0: Cats? Because Cats sucked. Cats is number 90. <laughs> I was going to say like... Cats is the absolute definition of a movie that should have never been made. Give me a clue. Uh, okay. This is a big clue, but I'll give it. It's Disney. Does so fucking help?
1: Of course it helps. All these movies are Disney. Disney I know why. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Out of the nine I've guessed so far, Disney is responsible for seven of them.
0: Yeah. Well, eight. It's funny because after the top 10, there isn't a Disney movie in in the next, the rest of the top 25 because all their films kill it, nail it. But I know why you're not thinking of this movie because it's not really on your radar because your kid doesn't care about this movie. Okay, hold on. That's but gonna, my kid does. That's gonna help. Me. Oh, Frozen Two. It's Frozen Two. He'd like the movie, you know.
1: Frozen's good ass movie. I've invited my son to Frozen Two multiple times in the last few weeks on the weekend, and he has either chosen a different movie or chosen not to go to a movie at all.
0: Well, Frozen Two. It was He's released too on. Too macho.
1: No- yeah. No, he is.
0: We're too macho for that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want to watch any more musicals. Well, it's like Captain Marvel. Too many strong female leads. It, mm-hmm. it it threatens you as a man. Yeah, I'm really put off by it. Frozen two grossed 1.4 billion. It stars Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, or how does John Travolta call her?
1: <laughs> I'm got now. I gotta look it up. He called her like. How does it, it's something that
0: like he <laughs> is he? He's an idiot, right? This isn't the time to get down the John, John Travolta, Travolta rabbit path. hole. <laughs> but we, we should definitely dedicate some time to him soon. I got to see what he called her. So, for those that don't know, I, I believe this was the Academy Awards. It was... <laughs> he said, please welcome the wickedly
1: talented, the one and only Adela DeZim." <laughs> First of
0: all, wickedly talented. <laughs> and then he calls her by the exact wrong name, not a little off. Adela DeZim. Not a right. So, her actual name is Adina Menzel. Say it again. Adela Dazim. Adina Menzel. How,
1: wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm reading, going to read the explanation. He said... It's not
0: like he said the wrong person. He said a, a name that doesn't exist.
1: Says he had no problem saying her name during rehearsals on Sunday. Wait, he went to a rehearsal? I don't believe that all these celebrities go to a fucking rehearsal on Saturday for the, this fucking stupid award show. So now I don't believe. How dare you call it a stupid award show?
0: How dare you? I don't believe anything on the internet anymore. Yeah, but you should believe us that you're listening to via an internet connection, and you should believe me when I say that the summary to Frozen Two is that it was set three years after the events of the first film. Story follows Elsa, Anna, Kristoff, Olaf, all your friends, Sven, even who embark on a journey beyond their kingdom of Arendelle in order to discover the origin of Elsa's magical powers and save their kingdom. After a mysterious voice calls out to Elsa. Mm-hmm. It is the second highest grossing animated film of all time. Uh, it had the highest all-time worldwide opening for an animated film. It is the 11th grossing film of all time, of any animated or not. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it holds a rating of 77%. And the site's critical consensus reads, Frozen 2 can't quite recapture the show-stopping feel of its predecessor, but it remains a dazzling adventure. Into the unknown! Oh, that's a song.
1: Critics are calling it everything from shit to fucking shit.
0: You know how I just sang really beautifully there? Like I might be nominated for an Academy Award soon. Mm-hmm. The listeners are pounding at my door, wanting to hear Brandon the psychic Coast's rendition of Santa Baby. Fucking nobody asked for that. <laughs> yes, they did. I'm telling you they did. Show me. Would you do Santa Baby no. as Dr. Phil? So no. then it's not your voice. No. Wow.
1: I am nobody's dancing monkey or bear wearing a little hat. If we have even four listeners left after this week. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it.
0: All right. Brandon doesn't love you like I do.
1: Not like that. Not enough to sing that song. Are you ready for me to go back through the top 10?
0: I can't wait. You're being an asshole today. (laughs) Am I ready? Sure, I'm ready. I thought you'd be having the time of your life today with the films. I did. Number 10, Hobbs and Shaw. Number 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Number 8, Aladdin. Number 7, Joker. 6, Toy Story 4. 5, Captain Marvel. 4, Spider-Man Far From Home. 3, Frozen 2. 2, The Lion King. And 1, with $2.8 billion, the highest grossing film of all time, Avengers Endgame. (laughs) All this talk about Disney... And
1: I happened to look over, and uh, on Twitter, hashtag Disney Plus is trending. Uh, it's a it's a promoted hashtag. It's because they've got a lot of. I guess they just announced some of their stuff that's coming in 2020. Uh-huh. I saw. And so someone the someone who goes by Play for Cinema JB on Twitter has jumped on the hashtag Disney Plus thread with one of the top tweets. It's a picture of. Tinkerbell naked sitting on a candy cane with part of the cane going up her ass.
0: (laughs) You're upsetting me.
1: It's like, I just imagine your kid. It's like, oh, I want to see what's coming out on Disney+. Plus,
0: Brandon, what if you saw this tweet and then you saw who tweeted it and it was Disney and it was like their new direction? I mean... (laughs) What would you do? What would I do?
1: I mean, I'd keep my Disney Plus subscription. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've set that fucker on auto renew.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Actually, like cartoon nudity doesn't really doesn't really hit the spot. Doesn't hit the b spot on a on a <laughs> I mean on account of their cartoons.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the show today. We got through it. Next time, you know, I brought you a list that I thought you'd be all over, and I did. D- I guess the shit out of it. And next time, I'm gonna bring a list aimed at hitting your hate bone. Well, what, what did I what did I do wrong? You're mean to me. <laughs> In what way? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, if you want to be nice to me, you can follow us on all the mediums of social. Go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're at TennisPod. You can follow me at Nick underscore Mel. Follow Brandon at Sidekick Host. And we'll be back next week with episode 72. Brandon will have the list at that time. We appreciate you listening and we will see you next week. Thanks.